This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And I'm sick and tired of Republicans trashing the United States of America. And I'm sick and tired of their trashing our men and women in uniform, suggesting we're in decline. If you think we're in decline, if you want to have Russian troops, move to Russia, Ted. If (laughs) you hate troops from Texas, move to Russia, please. Please, we're not keeping you here. Take your podcast there. If if you think we're in decline, if you think we're in decline, then move, Marco, from Miami to Moscow. It's that simple. You know, it's conservatives that used to say America, love it or leave it. I feel like saying it right now to these Republicans who constantly trash America. They constantly trash the United States military. He's being criticized for not shooting it down But he also sent a very direct, he sent a very... He's being criticized for not shooting it down sooner. So you don't think that that was a mistake? No, because because we were able to gather more intelligence and more information. We were able to collect back uh, on the balloon. We know more about Chinese capabilities and tradecraft as a result of that decision. And then we ultimately shot it down and sent a very direct message to China that it was unacceptable. You deserve the truth. So let's start with the facts. Our national debt is high, too high. And the problem is getting worse, not better. We are now $31 trillion in debt. That is more than the size of the entire American economy, 20% more. Our debt is now a greater burden than it has been at any time since World War II. If we continue down this path, in the next 10 years, we will spend over $8 trillion just on interest. That's more than the entire federal budget this year by a lot. That is neither affordable nor sustainable. When debt is too high, inflation is the result. That is where we are today. Inflation has exploded. Mortgage rates have doubled. Working Americans, after inflation and taxes, have gotten a pay cut. And eggs a staple of America's breakfast, have gone from a cheap source of protein to a luxury good. A responsible debt limit increase that begins to eliminate wasteful Washington spending and puts us on a path towards a balanced budget is not only the right place to start, it's the only place to start. My fellow Americans, I cannot stand still in the face of a growing national debt and diminishing economic opportunities. My colleagues and I in Congress were elected at this moment in time to restore your voice in Washington and to deliver the bright future you want, need, and deserve, not only for you, 
before your children and their children. We will not let you down. Mr. President, congressional Republicans are ready to act, to save our country, and to make America stronger. I hope you will join us. We talk about this all the time. Populist heroes that are Princeton boys. Populist yeah. Holly, heroes Holly. that are Stanford boys. Populist heroes that are Harvard boys. Like you look at Josh Hawley, Mr. Populist. I mean, the guy went to Yale and Stanford. DeSantis went to what? Yale and Harvard. What? I mean, these phony populists are really going to match up? Are really going to match up? I, I, I just I just lost my train of concentration because I was just thinking. Oh, you got I, your I, point I was, was made. Think, I was just thinking. Do you remember when we were in Alabama? We were in Alabama doing that special show, and Steve Bannon gets up in Alabama, and he's giving a speech. He goes, "I went to Georgetown. I went to George. How right. how smart could Joe Scarborough be? He went." To the University of Alabama? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're in Alabama. Like, but, but, but this, these cosmopolitan elites like Steve Bannon, these cosmopolitan elites who play populist, they're going up against a guy born in Scranton that went to University of Delaware. I think he's the last state school guy or the last guy not yeah. to go to an Ivy League college since Ronald Reagan. Yeah, the lefty elitist label has never Great fit point. tightly uh, with, Joe, <laughs> yeah. with Joe Biden. Also, Joe, I love, by the way, the ones who put on the corn pone accent that they must have picked up at one of the eating clubs at Oxford when they go on TV. You got to talk about John Kennedy. Go, well, I just don't know the dog ain't, that dog ain't going to hunt because they're too liberal. They're elitist. <laughs> that guy went to Oxford and he voted for John Kerry. He came out and said, I'm for John Kerry. And now it's like he puts a corn cob pipe in his mouth and talks about elitist. He's and an Oxford liberals. boy. Yes. Oh, my God. And many sorry, many of them are. Okay, we're going to let you decompress for a minute. Thanks. We'll talk to Jen. <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't take any more. I was going to wait for the Jen Psaki punchline, but I just can't do it. Uh, that's Morning Joe and one of their rants. Um the uh and by the way uh, welcome it is tuesday was it 7 7 february it's state of the union day uh which is normally a a joke when you got biden and these guys spinning lying uh etc year of our lord 2023 um we've got a lot to get to i just heard that the reason that there's the fence around they put the fence up again the the you know the they got a bigger uh, a fence around the capitol and they got on the southern border they put it up, and I understand McCarthy, I gotta get the bottom of this. He was overruled by the master at arms or the sergeant at arms. I don't know how he didn't veto that, but we'll get to that. It's ridiculous. Redonkulous, as we say. Let me bring in another populist from Havid, <laughs> Dr. Peter Navarre. Navarre, okay, look, your your return on the show. Hang on, your return on the show on Saturday, the audience loved it. It was absolutely incredible. So we set up today to you to walk through some economics and capital markets and particularly the uh, the phony, all the lies Biden are going to say uh, tonight. And by the way, we got Mike Heller-Herridge is going to be here. Dave Brad's going to join us. Congressman Norman, who kicked off the entire five days of Change America by saying, hey, uh, McCarthy was weak on the balanced budget and weak on the debt, debt ceilings. We got all that today, plus uh, Ukraine, uh, China, all that. But but uh, Navarro, why, why, where's the camera? 
Is it because you're not you're not fully cut. You're not you're not fully ripped. It's not a gun show. We don't have a gun show because you've had a few little health problems. Oh, maybe maybe uh, maybe on, the hair's a little long. The, you got a gray beard. I, yeah, I put go on ahead. the band in twenty, so I don't want anybody to see me. <laughs> Touche. That's not a twenty. That's a band in forty. That's a band. Yeah, coming for you. Okay. In your defense. In your defense, I just want to let yeah. Joe Scarborough know, the last time I looked, at, you grew up in a hard scrabble neighborhood in Richmond, yeah. Virginia, fighting Irishmen, going to public high school, joined the friggin' Navy. No, 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 hang on, hang on. Oh, did the Navy contract? Don't get so. Don't get too. Get, went to a, went to a Catholic. Right, went to a right. Catholic military school. They had to straighten guys out. No, but it, it, no, it wasn't. Look, the neighborhood was great. But the general north side of Richmond is maybe I love it, but it's it's a little rough. But for Scarborough, what I said in Alabama, he put, he puts on these airs with how smart he is and what intellectual he is. He's an airhead. Yeah. Morning Mika does the heavy he, lift. When is MSNBC going to change the show to Morning Mika? When is she going? Yeah. By the way, it, it, they just they just had a lawsuit with some anchor who got paid eighty thousand dollars less less than the mail. She won ten million bucks. Mika sue today. Stand up for your rights. <laughs> You do all the heavy lifting, right? That guy's a, that guy. He ain't heavy. He's my husband, right? You're, you're carrying yeah. that guy. He's a load, as we but, say. By, by okay, the way, Peter. I think I think you should put a fifth yep. hour on the show, and just do the cold opens. Oh, if the God. Emmy Awards had <laughs> an award for shows with the best cold open, that cold open yesterday, the six o'clock show with Scott Adams on the anti-vax yep. stuff. This is I perfect. mean. Anyway, but lest we digress, yeah. let's get down to the state. No, of no, no, hang thing. on. But hold on, hold on, hang oh, on, hang okay, on. But hold, hang on. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about. Now that we're having, now that we're having smart repartee. Now we're having smart repartee. The cold opens. As it were. They're now. They're now legendary, and and my staff puts them together, maybe with a tad bit of guidance, but. Remember the audience hated the audience hated it when we first started doing it years ago. They go. I can't stand Rachel Maddow's voice. Morning, Mika. You know she's got her her resting bitch face, right? You got. You got they hated it, and now they 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 crave it. They want to hear what Mika's got to say, and and she's giving stink eye to Joe. They want to because they want to hear what the opposition says, right? Okay. So tell me. But first off, I want I want to go I want to go to. Can we play the clip again? And to, speaking of the magnificent cold open our staff put together. Uh, and Mika, I'm only kidding. We we call the show Morning Mika. We're fighting for your pay raise. We're fighting for you to get naming rights to the show and own the intellectual property. Um, can we get? Um, the way to get the can we play again? Points just listen to them. That's good. It's just it's easy, you know. It's like, it's, a, it's it's the conventional wisdom yeah. get yeah, served yeah, yeah, up yeah. every morning. Yeah. Can we play? Yeah. Can we play the Don Lemon? Clip. I got to show the White House spokesman. And I want your expertise since you've written three books on war with China. The CCP. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play it. He's been criticized for not shooting it down sooner. But he also sent a very direct. He sent a very. He's been criticized for not shooting it down sooner. So you don't think that that was a mistake? No, because because we were able to gather more intelligence and more information. We were able to collect back uh, on the balloon. We know more about Chinese capabilities and tradecraft as a result of that decision. And then we ultimately shot it down and sent a very direct message to China that it was unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that right, that right there. Hang on for a second, Navarre. Yeah, I'm robbing ahead, this train. 
I'm robbing. Yeah. I'm robbing the string. The that was. <laughs> I'm Sunday. That, that I was it. a. Bu- I get it. I know where I'm at. <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> you just keep thinking. Like okay. That. <laughs> let Butch. Let Butch. Let Butch take the lead here. Hold it. The um. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah. That's a bald face lie. That's a bald face lie. Yeah, Here's why it's a bald face lie. lie. They knew yeah. about it on the 28th, the 29th, the 30th. Yeah. If the yeah. Individual for the Billings, um, uh, the Billings, Montana Gazette, had not gone out to take the photograph. They would already kept. They would already always kept this suppressed. Beijing knew that, and as Tom Cotton pointed out, they were just trying to get Blinken to the plane on Friday so they could go have the meeting in Beijing. And on Monday and Tuesday today, before the State of the Union and before, most importantly, the Wednesday laptop from hell. Uh, you know, uh, the beginnings of the laptop from hell investigation by Comer, they can say how great the relationships are with China. We put the Trump era in back of us. It's going to be world peace. We're rubbing up on the CCP. That The White House is a bald-faced lie, and the people in the House have to get the timeline right here. Don't, don't give me any – I don't care about any other balloons going anywhere. I don't care about anything. All I care about is what did they know and when did they know it because you're going to see they, they purposely suppress yeah. this information, Navarro, from, from even higher up in the military command to suppress it. Your thoughts. We've got a minute, Peter. We're going to hold well, you through. Me Give me your thoughts on this. You and, I, you and I in the White House, if this had happened, down in the sit room, we would have said to the boss, look, this thing's coming at over Alaska. We've got to – we don't shoot it down. We take it down. We, we, we figure out a way to get a little air out of that balloon, gently bring it down so that we have the whole damn thing, Right. All the mechanisms, we don't have to send fraud men after them and things like that. And we figure out exactly what they're doing. And the flaw in that whole argument, Steve, is that a lot of the information, digital and visual, that was, that was coming off that balloon from the U.S. was going right through cameras and sensing devices the servers in Beijing, okay? So there's no hard drive in the friggin' balloon, right? The idea of letting it traverse the whole thing, uh, the whole country, um, was just wrong and using a Sidewinder missile and an F-22, which flies the Mach, Mach 50, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just the wrong way to do, do everything about it. And this is going to stick. This thing is going to be, a, this is a symbol, Steve. This, this, I think this is, Somebody called it the Sputnik moment here in a way. And I think this will be with us in the 2024 campaign. And Trump got out there right away and said, shut that friggin' down. The the kowtowing. Okay, uh, Peter, hang on. We're going to get to the economics all. Short commercial break. Dr. Peter Navarro. We got Mike Howell on deck, Dave Bratt, Congressman Norman. We're on it today in the war room. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. 
Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, cpac.org slash warroom. Um, Carrie Lake was yesterday. I think Bobert. You got everybody is showing up here. They're going to be speakers, workshops, breakout sessions. I want the entire war room posse <clears throat> that's in the Mid Atlantic area to come down. And hey, if you want to come in from the rest of the country, uh, you won't be disappointed. You're going to have a ton of fun. Everybody that came to Turning Point in Phoenix or CPAC Dallas, I think, still remembers that and talks. Uh, just get them in the chat rooms and ask them. I think everybody had a great time. Uh, you're going to be a live participant. In the shows that we're going to do, I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or maybe I think even Wednesday, I think we start with the show. So March 1st through 4th, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a great time. All the people driving the MAGA agenda, including President Trump, is going to speak there also. Dr. Navarro, uh, tonight uh, he's going to take a victory lap on his great economy, sir, this economy that's just driven by fiat, burning of fiat money. Uh, Give us the Dr. Navarro assessment of this, particularly – He's touting the greatest economic uh, numbers and on labor, on employment, sir, since uh, since uh, before man walked on the moon. <clears throat> of course, he doesn't talk about what the 22 months in a row of declining wages. But, sir, it's uh, your stage. Hit it. Illegal immigration is the Federal Reserve and White House policy to combat inflation. That's the headline. He won't tell you that. He probably doesn't even understand it, but everybody around him does, as well as Jerome Powell. Here's the data that caught my eye, Steve. This, this, this astonished me. They actually printed this in the government data. 953,000 new entrants into the workforce to keep, and most of them, most of them were males, illegal aliens, and uneducated. Okay, think about that. Close to a million new entrants into the workforce from that surge of illegals coming across the border. Now, juxtapose that against this fall in real wages. You know, for the posse here, what that means is nominal wages. You know, what they're paying you, that number's going up, but inflation is going up faster. So you're actually losing your real wages are declining. And the way, one of the ways that's happening, Steve, is that these million new illegal aliens in the workforce drive down wages. This is, this is the most outrageous let them eat cake policy. And remember, these people are supposed to be Democrats. They're the party of the working class. So Biden's going to get up there and trumpet that low uh, unemployment rate, but he's not going to tell you. The other thing, Steve, is we've got a, a really there's termites in the in the house of, of our labor force here. We lost a lot of highly productive people 
who were like 50 and over during the pandemic and even now. They just retired early and got the hell out. That's going to catch up with us. We, we see you go like the Washington, D.C. here, Steve, or major cities. The commercial office buildings are, are decimated. Every single one of these big corporations is cutting back on office work to do go to remote. And I'm telling you, that's not going to be as productive. It's just, it's just, it's just not going to work the way it, you can do it for a little while because back before the pandemic, people knew people. Okay, so they, there was that camaraderie before. But as the transition goes longer, that's going to catch up for us as well. And so we've got a situation <coughs> give, give here. Me, yeah. Go ahead. No, we give me. Where did here. you pull the one million? Where'd you? Yeah, but where did you pull the one million number? I'll, I'll, because this I'll, is what they were I'll, talking about. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get that to Cameron, and you guys can pop it up, pop it up on the okay uh, on the war room site. Yeah, came out last week because they've been they've been, th- they've, they've been threatening this. They've been threatening that this is the way they're going to bring down wage inflation yeah, yeah. is by immigration, yeah, yeah. illegal immigration. So they're pulling it off now. Yeah. What's your overall assessment? What's your overall assessment of the economy? Going forward, they're going to paint a very rosy picture tonight. What is Dr. Navarro's assessment? Um, I think I think we're going to enter into kind of the Japanese, like twilight of, of kind of stagnation, slow growth, um, for a lot of reasons. But it, part of it's going to be the problem we're having with the, de- the debt, right? If, if you had that clip from Kevin McCarthy, who was quite eloquent. He didn't mention the illegal immigration part. I wish he would. I wish somebody tonight would point that out on the Capitol Hill. Note the Congress. Uh, but he was eloquent about saying how the bigger the debt, the more interest we have to pay. And all that money comes from taxpayers. And the more you pay for service on the debt, the less you have for everything else. And so that's what happened to Japan. They just kept increasing their debt. The debt-to-GDP ratio kept going up. And eventually, you can't grow. Okay, one of the drivers of your economy just isn't hitting on all cylinders, and that's kind of that's kind of uh, where where we're headed. And so your 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 point your point is this is going to be like the lost decade, or now it's been the lost thirty years. Correct. That Japan yeah, had yeah. in the nineteen nineties, where you have you have low growth, high debt. Uh, McCarthy did say at the beginning of his speech yesterday. Eight trillion dollars over the ten-year budget plan. I yeah. think it's eight tri- yeah. over eight trillion dollars just in interest crushing payments uh, alone. And watch Joe, Joe Biden kind of. I think Joe Biden's going to get in in McCarthy's and the Republicans' face tonight about the debt limit and kind of dare them on that and get in their face. But the reality is, if if the Republicans don't hold fast on that, Steve, and get legitimate cutbacks takebacks, clawbacks from all that crap money the Democrats put in all those crap bills, um, we're, we're in deep, deep trouble, deep, deep trouble. So the battle goes on. Um, yeah, I always yeah. love what you do, Steve, because the posse understands this better than any audience of any show <laughs> Dave, on this planet. Like, I'm serious, Steve. Show, it's like they I, understand. You know, it's like I'm serious, man. It's like, yeah. you know, when, when I've been away, you know, everybody knows I've been away, I listen to the worm every day and, and listen to other things, and consistently uh, you had the receipt. So kudos to you, Admiral, well, uh, you. elitist, Harvard the way, guy, they, though you they, might be. 
the the posse understands us better than the guys on Wall Street right now. That's yes. thing. By the way, yes. the t- I'm gonna get you yes. back on, and the, he's gonna mention a tax on billionaires, and he's gonna mention the t- increasing the tax on, on 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 stock buybacks. I know both of those are close to our hearts, Peter, because we might have run those up the flagpole to, to the flagpole too. The reason the club for growth. Who said, yeah, go ahead and tax Larry Fink. I think that's a good idea, boss. I mean, that, that 1% tax um, would have been a great part of that uh, tax bill. But, you know, you had Mnuchin and, well, and, take, and uh, it, Cohen it, and those boys it, it, in there. Take away, it, 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 and take away carried interest. I also want to get yeah. back to um, the Cokes. The Cokes is, that gets back to the point of the Cokes met this weekend, and the Cokes said they're going to put a billion dollars, whatever it takes, to defeat MAGA, to defeat the deplorables, and their champion, Donald J. Trump. What, what's your what's your assessment? Because this gets back to the billionaire tax and to yeah, the stop the financial yeah, engineering nonsense around yeah, stock buybacks. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Uh, look, that's a long story. My, my, I've, I've resuscitated my Taking Back Trump's America podcast. I'm going to have an episode out on, uh, on the Apple podcast today on that. But this, the short note is the Koch brothers, one of them is dead now, formed this Coke network, which is an elaborate conservative fundraising machine, and they basically spend money funding globalist candidates who love tax cuts and deregulation, but who hate secure borders and fair trade. Right? And the Cokes yeah. were famous for wanting to offshore our jobs and open up our borders for cheap labor. Right? Yeah. So what they're doing now and let's let's do um, a longer segment on this uh, later in the week or next week. Yeah. What they're doing now it's the, is giving money out to yeah. the Pence. Uh, they'll try to give it to Sanders. I hope he won't take it. Uh, they're going to yeah. give it to Nikki Haley. Chris Christie will be on his knees like a running dog, like he usually is. He's, you know, he, he should wear knee pads. That guy's on his knees so much. And he'll be taking that money. And the whole money will be spent trying to trash yeah. not just Donald Trump but MAGA, okay? They are trying to bury MAGA, Steve, okay? MAGA. And, and next week, by the way, I told you that documentary miniseries um, on the red wave that never was and why MAGA is important is going Perfect. to be out, and I'm going to give you okay. the first crack on debut Perfect. on that. So we got a lot to talk hey, about, brother. Okay. And, um, you know, okay. at, how do people... How do, how do, pe- how do people follow you on social media? Where do they go? Uh, Real P. Navarro, uh, Twitter and Getter, and you can go to DefendPeter.com. DefendPeter.com if you want to help uh, with the legal defense, which, uh, unfortunately, I have to worry okay. about. Okay, sir. We'll come back to you. Thank you All very right, much Posse. for joining us today. Camera or no camera? Steve, take care, my the, man. They're- they're excited about having you back. They they want to see a full hey, picture. I, they want to see a gun I got a face Let's for, toss. T- I got a good face for podcasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Let's, can we toss? I don't have to shave. They're, they're, my hair's down and my butt. You know, I just it's best. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, like yeah. It's great. It's a great beard. On. Nobody can see me now. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, and the band in twenty. Oh, you're so that. bad. My camera. <laughs> My camera's not working. Okay, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Let's toss to. We had the weaponization press conference. We're going to go out with the weaponization. There's a presser right now on the weaponization committee. Let's hit that. We're going to go to break. Mike Howe and Ben Harn when we come back. Let's go ahead and see what they're saying. Children are failing schools where only union bosses thrive. Freedom as a parent from being targeted by a federal government or counsel for advocating for their children's education. 
Freedom to choose a school is best to fit the students' needs. A choice made by parents who love their children, supported by teachers who love their profession. Freedom is a commitment from the Republican House majority with an educated, engaged, we the people, and guidance from a loving Heavenly Father, we will keep our promise. Thank you, and I yield to my good friend, Jim Jordan. Um, we've had now dozens of whistleblowers come talk to House Republican staff on the Judiciary Committee. In fact, one of them is testifying in a transcribed interview as we speak talking about how the Justice Department is now operating in, operating in such a political uh, fashion and manner. Uh, second, friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level, and it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Nation watched just this week as he failed to stand up to our number one adversary, China, while they collected intelligence across the entire continental United States. These are just a few of the numerous failings of his administration. There are, unfortunately, far too many to count. No amount of spin this evening will change the reality so many Americans are facing. They are worse off now than they were two years ago. That is a fact. Luckily, Americans elected a Republican House majority to stop this madness. House Republicans are laser-focused on delivering results, if you've heard from these members today. And we're bringing Joe Biden and Senate Democrats, if they choose, along with us as we put an end to radical policies that govern, and as we govern for, as uh, uh, Chairman Smith said, as we govern for the American people. And with that, I turn it over to our majority leader, Steve Scalise from Louisiana. Thank you, Whip Emmer. The state of our union is struggling under the weight of President Biden's far-left extremist agenda that is hurting families across this country. You can see it when people go to the gas station and pay 40% more to fill up their cars. It's not just at the pump. Their household electricity bills are through the roof when they go to the grocery store. Okay, we're going to dip back into we're going to dip back into this is a pre-bottle. You've got the weaponization committee, you get all the, the committees. By the way, we have our own Natalie Winters is all over this. We're going to lay out a schedule, maybe a little bit this afternoon, the afternoon shows. But then tomorrow, uh, as we do these shows now, as all these hearings start to take place, we're going to be dipping in and out of all of them so you can get the best coverage. Let me go to Mike Howe um, of Heritage. Uh, 
Mike, Mike, the oversight project at Heritage. Give us your assessment. By the way, Mike has been going around to uh, to different places giving talks, and he gave a talk the other day down in North Carolina, and, and I heard nothing but rave reviews about that, Mike. So your your road show. Make sure Dr. Kevin Roberts knows your roadshow is working. <laughs> You're showing the flag for Heritage very strongly. People are really pumped up. Uh, give us your assessment over at the Oversight Project of uh, Biden's State of the Union, what's going to be said tonight, and, and what you guys would do in a pre-buttle, sir. I, I think the key point to stress here is we're living in a period of peak American corruption, and I mean that in, in multiple ways, both quantifiable and quantifiable. We have three massive legislative packages that passed, the American Rescue Plan, the transportation boondoggle for infrastructure, and then the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which was obviously had nothing to do with inflation. We're talking trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that were basically robbed from the middle class and handed out to coastal elites and special interests on the left. This is the largest scale of money that's ever been transferred in our country. And frankly, it goes from red states into blue interest. And they're doing it and, and saying it's major legislative uh, packages. It's not. It's just moving money around. And so this is a Congress that should be an oversight Congress. It should be focused on tracking that massive amount of money. And then also on the qualifiable end, we have the president who is dead to rights in a corrupt pay-to-play scheme and compromised beyond, beyond all measure. And you have it just sitting so obviously for the American people to see through the hideous behavior of Hunter Biden and trading on political favors in his corrupt interests that are uh, around the world. Primarily, we're seeing a lot of it in the Ukraine context, which obviously connects to this whole classified document scandal we're in right now. So this Congress should be day in, day out, fighting all of this corruption and be speaking of it in such terms. Mike, if you just do the back of the envelope, and I love the way that you've racked up the, the, the billiard balls right there. You got the American Recovery Act. You got the infrastructure boondock. You got the American Recovery Act that we said on the show is going to be inflationary. It was turbocharged inflationary because you didn't need the time. Aggregate demand was coming back. This was a Keynesian, let's juice aggregate demand. It was coming back. We said the first day of the show, remember, if people have been with us, we talked about the collapse in aggregate demand and the in supply chain problems that President Trump was going to have to do something. He did do something, right? Uh, and then they fought and didn't do the second phase. So that was American Recovery Act. Get the infrastructure complete boondoggle. Then you've got to build back better. That's what they call the Inflation Reduction Act. Total lie, right? It's a it's a mini build back better they could get passed through. Then you add on top of the omnibus of one point what seven trillion. Back of the envelope, that's six to seven trillion dollars. I think six to seven trillion dollars of spending. This is why this debt ceiling, the, the scale of this. Is 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 mind boggling as much as the country's finances have been mismanaged. This is just gross recklessness, is it not, Mike? Because now this is why we're jammed against the wall. And this is why adults have to step in and make the tough decisions, Mike Howe. You're absolutely right. And I'll add on that last one, the omnibus, that was 18 Republicans in the Senate joining with the left to fund this government for another nine months. Uh, this, the amounts we're mentioning are absolutely staggering. Uh, it's a problem for the capacity of the House of Representatives and its staff to even begin to get their hands around where all this money went and who it went to. And then you have to balance that against the other acts of corruption that are happening uh, apart from this, namely the overrunning of our border on purpose by completely uh, ripping out all border security policies from the Trump administration, inviting the world to rush the border, and making an absolute joke of our asylum laws, which are the laughing stock of the country. And I'll say in the clip you played before I came on, I, I liked what leadership was saying about 
being laser focused. But what I would like instead of hearing is to see some things happen. And what I'm talking about particularly is the immediate impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. If opening up the border on purpose to 5 million plus legal aliens and the death, drugs and crime that come along with it isn't an impeachable offense, I don't know what is, Steve. And then we got to talk about the legislative front. I'm really frustrated to report that today, a coalition of the entire Trump border security and immigration former officials and the strongest immigration groups uh, that are out there sent this letter I have to Congress basically saying, hey, now's the time to act on the legislative front. We uh, we all went out and talked about the border crisis ending if, if the majority shifted. What are we waiting for? And instead, there are a handful of members that are running to the Washington Post to say they oppose common sense border security measures and will be roadblocks. And at the same time, you have the Border Patrol Union, who you know regularly appears on conservative shows and, and media, uh, who are pushing amnesty trades in the lame duck session of last year. And so I, I want to hear less talking and more action. We could do this today if we wanted to in terms of legislative uh, packages and starting the impeachment process. The border is on fire. Let's put it out. No need to wait. You know, we had uh, Navarre on. He he did this analysis, and they, they've been talking about this, so how they're going to bring down inflation is flood the zone with the illegal alien labor and, and bring it down that way. He he found out in this latest report, they, they're talking about a million, one million of the illegals come across are now in the labor force, and that's one of the reasons putting pr- pressure on wages. How and as far as priorities go, do you think it takes the eye off the ball of what we have to do with passing legislation, getting on top of this, fighting these guys tooth and nail? Is is the impeachment of Mayorkas absolutely central to the argument we're making because it puts it forward to the American people? Or do you think that's a distraction as a lot of the 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 immigration doves and in, in, uh, in weaklings on the Republican side are saying, sir? Yeah, I don't think it's a distraction at all. In fact, I think the American people and the voters deserve to know if those who use the rhetoric on the campaign trail that they will end the border crisis actually mean it. And so if it takes an impeachment process or legislation getting to the floor where people actually have to you know, vote yes or no, the American people deserve to know who they're saying to Congress and what they're actually for. And so that would be a great service to the country. The impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas would make our border crisis a kitchen table issue, which it already is, but in the living rooms and TV sets across the country. So people can really understand why the left is so committed to the mass importation of illegal aliens into this country. And it's not that complicated, Steve. You know this very well. Yesterday, the the House voted on a resolution about illegal aliens and and the ability to vote in our elections. And this is something that the White House uh, came out in, in favor of. They want illegals to vote. This is the purpose of the whole mass legal immigration program. And we got to end it. It's so costly to our country and, and every single layer of our safety, our sovereignty, our security, our school system, our health care. It's a disaster. And it's frankly beneath the dignity of this country to be such a laughingstock with these open borders. By the way, we had Andrew uh, Clyde on from Georgia 9 yesterday talking about the home rule and the situation in D.C. In D.C., as bad as it is and getting worse on crime, they're now trying to force illegal aliens to actually vote in your nation's capital. Before I let you go, Mike, because, you know, you become an audience favorite. We're going to have Richard Stern on today. Dr. Kevin Roberts was was good enough to let us get access to Stern and the the economist, but also doing the budget. People want to know, as as they're putting together the appropriations and we're doing regular orders, so it's not going to be any more omnibuses. McCarthy promises that. Are, is Heritage, are you guys getting dialed in 
because you brought up in that first incredible report you did here about all these NGOs that are exacerbating the invasion of the southern border. I think you identified 35, but you said, hey, it's a lot more than that in the federal budget. Are people getting in and working with the appropriators to make sure that we gut all of this money going to NGOs, all this money going to left-wing groups that are that is just replete in, in the federal budget that taxpayers, that MAG is paying for? Are you guys having your voice heard or you have a plan to make sure you assist the staffs of the committees and the congressional staffs to make sure it's everything's identified and it's all gotten out? Yeah, we absolutely are. In fact, I'm coming directly from Capitol Hill for such meetings with members. We're zeroing in on specific items that they can cut on these. And uh, my colleague, Richard Stern, who will be on later, has done a lot of work in packaging up all these line items that can be cut and snipped away, and particularly with regards to waste in the defense budget. Dr. Kevin Roberts wrote a, a big op-ed on this last week where he basically said conservatives if we're going to be serious about waste and, and the growth of government spending, yeah. we've got to look at the defense budget. But the answer to your question is yes. There's going to be no excuse for the House not to make these cuts because we're going to put it out there and we're going to pinpoint them right to it. No, we had uh, Kevin on, Dr. Roberts, last week on that, and, and the audience loved it. We're going to, you, can't have these, um, you can't have these radical Marxists sit there and go, we can't cut social plans because you want 10% increases in the defense budget. No. We're saying, hey, there's logical ways to cut the defense budget and actually be stronger because you're taking, you're taking out commitments uh, and some of these technologies that are not working out, some old technologies. Um, Mike, how do they get to your oversight project? Because now, obviously, with all the committee hearings starting, everything going on, and people should know there's tons and tons of work going on in the background right now, doing depositions on these committees, getting ready for these committees. The appropriators are all working on these uh, on the appropriations and the budget for this year. So the House right now are, are chopping wood, but you've always got to keep them focused. And, Mike, what I like is the time for talk is over. I'm glad they're doing the pre-buttle, but you got to get into action. The action is legislating or gutting these programs right now as we get into the appropriations process. So how do people keep up with everything you guys are doing over Heritage? Right. Best ways, check us out at heritage.org. And that on Twitter, at Heritage, same for Getter, and I'm at Tweets. Stay tuned because my team is filing complaints right now, lawsuits to be filed against the FBI. We're going to unleash a, a flurry of those and get ahead of this work and, and see them in court for a lot of the issues we've been talking about over the previous few months. Wow, we look forward to having you back on that. Um, thank you, Mike Howe, head of the Oversight Project over at Heritage. i got to tell you, these guys are on fire with it. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. If you if you go to his site too and find out what his speaking schedule is, uh, the folks down in um, in Pinehurst uh, really th- 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 it was fantastic. I think Kevin talked for over an hour, hour and a half, took Q and A. People were just uh, you know really amazed. Got to ask detailed questions, etc. So we want to make sure that everybody, all the contributors on the show, that you get full access full access to them. By the way, that's what we're really uh, very excited about CPAC back in the nation's capital over at National Harbor. Go to CPAC.org. War Room, you get uh, you get a $47 discount, uh, and we, you get to be part of the live audience. We get to meet and greet everybody. We're going to do breakouts just like we did in um, in Phoenix and like we did at CPAC uh, Dallas. Make sure everybody, we get to know everybody. Hear your questions, your observations, your thoughts about the show, what you want to see more of. Um, so we look forward to seeing you. CPAC.org slash War Room. Make sure you check it out. Okay, we got a lot. We got Congressman Norman, who was the first guy to throw down McCarthy about the debt ceiling. He's going to be back. He's got some thoughts. We got Ben Harnwell. The first time Zelensky 
I think he's jumped the shark. There is a, a cultural festival, music festival in um, in Italy that he you know he beams in like he does the Golden Globes, all that. They said thanks, but no thanks. Not interested. Uh, we've kind of moved on. Also, Dave Bratt on the underlying reality of the employment numbers. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now There's a couple of blockbusters out of this presser. It was supposed to be Weaponization Committee, but it broadened out a little bit from this. By the way, Stephen K. Bannon here in the war room. Um, and people understand just going forward, we are going to be dipping in and out of these as we go. Um, you go forward. I think enough of these are going to be going simultaneously. I hope it's a little bit like the first weekend of March Madness where you can come in and out of these and we can give you updates. Natalie Winter's going to give us an update at the top of the hour. A quick update. A couple of bombshells. Let me give you the buried lead and what we just now know. And ladies and gentlemen, I do, I do, you know, I don't call it bragging, but I told you that one of the most important things was to get back here and have briefings on the day. Remember, forget everything else about the Chinese spy um, airship, our new official term, and, and, and weapons platform, Okay. Just remember the timeline, and they're going to want to avoid this. They're going to want to avoid getting into a room and talking about the 28th and off the Aleutian Islands and, and even monitoring from mainland China, and they don't want to talk about those the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, the 31st, the 1st, those five days up until they got to the, the 2nd. Now, in this presser, and Natalie Winters has been watching it. She's going to join us top of the hour. She says that Scalise just said, they have not briefed the Gang of Eight. Remember, the Gang of Eight are the heads of Intel, the minority majority leaders, the eight senior people in the House and Senate that have the highest security clearances. They have not, Scalise said, they have still waiting to brief. you got to brief those guys before then you, you brief the General House. They do not want the word out there. If they had good news and a good narrative about this, they would have briefed them on Sunday. 
okay, or had already flying back and briefed him yesterday. Let me repeat this. And you won't get this on the media because here's why. Until they tell us what Biden knew and when he knew it, I don't want to hear about that. The bald-faced lie they said on Don Lemon this morning, it's a bald-faced lie. A bald-faced lie. And now we know they're slow-walking. Why have they not briefed the Gang of Eight already on the highest intelligence? What is McCarthy doing? Come on. Light these guys up. You should have been in front of the microphone hammer and say, where is the briefing before the say? Cancel the State of the Union. State of the Union is just some, remember, for 100 years, they just sent it over and a clerk read it. That's what they're going to get back to. Just send it over and let the clerk stand up and read it. Heck, they had guys like Jefferson and uh, Lincoln, some pretty impressive people, knew how to write a speech, got it. They sent it over and had the clerk read it. So I don't need stumbling Joe Biden from the University of Delaware, a blue hen or whatever they are, right? Got no problem with the University of Delaware. Captain Bannon took him on in volleyball and beat him. Had a pretty good team. Nice campus, good folks. Unfortunately, associated with the compromised scumbag owned by the CCP, uh, fake, Ill- illegitimate guy hanging out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, head of the Biden crime family. But besides that, it's a great place, right? So the buried lead there is that. And then also Jordan drops another blockbuster. You know what? I'm going to let Natalie do that because she's in hair and makeup right now and getting rid of the famous hair and makeup of the war room. Gonzo journalism at their at its best. Let me go to um, I got I got Brad. I'm gonna get Joe Reek. I got to go to Harnwell. Harnwell, and I need you to stick around the second hour. I got to get more of you on this. But but a buried lead coming out of Italy, a Zelensky, the poison dwarf who comes in and uh, and lies about everything and misleads about everything and and is all bombast, right? And is leading his people down a path of total destruction. Read the New York Times this morning and all the. The sites have followed this, that the 12 points of attack by the Russian army outside of Bakhmut is absolutely horrible. And the photos are incredible. I mean, just they shell, they, they've got 200,000 new conscripts. You know, we were told they were close to defeat where they got a 200,000 man new army that's just pounding, uh, quite frankly, the poor Ukrainians back to the Stone Age. The people, it's just unbelievable. Of course, Zelensky's got to go. And now, now his def- defense minister saying, I ain't going anywhere. They're saying he's got to go. He's full of corruption. They're going to find all the money stole from the Americans. So he's got to get rid of him. But in Italy, he was supposed to beam in like he does for the Oscars, like he does for the Golden Globes, like he does for everything. And the Italians said thanks, but no thanks. Is that correct, Ben Harnwell? <laughs> yeah, they said no grazie. Well, basically, um, for, for the American audience, the festival we're talking about is the San Remo Musical Festival, which is the oldest national annual music, televised music competition in the world. This year they're celebrating their 73rd run. And um, to put it into context, it's like the Oscars for the US audience, but probably even more present. I'd say 90% of domestic Italian households will have the tea on, the TV on uh, Sanremo uh, throughout the week. It starts today uh, and it will finish on um, on Saturday, on the 11th. So it's a big, it's the most important cultural event in television in Italy by, by a long way. If, if folks have heard of the European, um, the Eurovision Song Contest, that's modelled on, on Sanremo. So what has happened over recent week, Steve, is that one of Italy's most famous television presenters, Bruno Vespa, was was pushing out um, that, you know, they've got the big star of the moment who'll be beaming in 
Vladimir Zelensky and hushed tones at the mention of his name. And there was all this momentum behind it. Um, and then, of course, really interesting, considering the political situation of, of Italy, which is you can't really put a cigarette paper between Georgia Maloney and, and um, Boris Johnson on, on the absolute gung-ho um, pro-Ukraine at all costs. Um, but the Italian people aren't really there. Uh, behind that position. And I don't think that was visible until what we saw, because even if Rai, which is basically the, 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 the Italian equivalent of, um, of the BBC, had been um, saying, oh, we're, we're in daily contact with Zelensky's office uh, to, to negotiate the details. Well, what happened? It emerged that he was disinvited. Um, and I would basically, I was going to say, Steve, that this was an example of war fatigue, but it's not really. I think it's Zelensky fatigue. I think people are just bored now of the constant intrusion into their lives um, with his endless pleading and begging. I'm going to give way for the adverts and then I'll, I'll come back yeah, afterwards. Yeah, hang on one second. We're going to take a 90-second break. The second hour is before us. We're going to get Natalie out of hair and makeup. She's going to come and give us an update. She's been following all this, and she'll be the quarterback for all of our coverage on the investigations going forward as she knows this all this material in depth. Uh, Harnwell will join us uh, next. Joe Reek, whole cast of characters. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 